Hello and welcome to the Martial Arts Teaching Tactics Podcast. I'm Chris Kent and I'm joining Chris Bean. Mr. Bean? Hello, sir. Today we're going to be discussing and talking about goals for you and for your students. We've touched a little bit on goals and the importance of goals in the past, but uh, today we're looking to take a dive in and see uh, even more about why they are important not only for you, but for your students as they train as well. Goal setting needs to be an integral part of how you run your program. Having monthly, quarterly, and yearly goals is a great idea, not only for you as the owner, but also for your students. We will focus on goals for the school first. Once you have your goal system in place, it will just be a matter of checking the numbers. When you see you are continually reaching or passing your goals, you need to be sure to raise them. As you update your goals, you'll need to reevaluate the systems you have in place to better reach those higher goals. Let's start off with a few ideas and few areas to get you started on the right path for this goal setting. A few areas to get started on the right path could be uh, tracking your leads. And from those leads, tracking how many of those leads show up to their first class. How many of those people that show up to their first class actually enroll in the program? And then how many of those enrolled people will upgrade their programs, meaning things like your black belt club or your leadership team or your master club or other upgraded type of uh, uh, programs and systems that you offer for your students. When you have goals set for these metrics, you'll need to be keeping your eye on your progress as a business. When you take time to set up these goals, you'll be investing the time into your business. By checking on and setting up a bar for these various metrics, it will give you something to shoot for, something to reach for and work toward as you, as you continue and progress. If you see you are behind on one or more of your goals, focus some time and energy on those specific goals to see what can be done to raise those numbers. I would suggest that you focus on one area at a time. For example, if you see you're getting a good amount of students to show up for the first class, but only 10% of those students will enroll in your program, focus on this area first. If your numbers are like this, then you need to take a look at your onboarding process, as well as how your team is handling these new trial students on the floor to try to push or increase the number or percentage of those, those uh, first classes that actually end up enrolling. If you know that the price of your program, for example, has been an objection that many of the potential students have had, then you can take a look into fixing that a couple of various ways. If the potential students are not seeing a benefit in your program, they will not be willing to pay the price that you are you're asking. From the very beginning, you need to present the benefits of the program to your trial students and really sell them on the program and the different things that they can earn from it. One way to do this is by giving them ideas on what to look for in your program. Let's say you feel that some of the reasons parents send their children or their kids to you is because of the improvements made in focus, discipline, confidence, and coordination. Of course, there are many more, but you can let the trial students and families know that these are things you will work on, as well as how they can help to reinforce those qualities at home. Doing this will help to add benefit to your program. When you're trying to get to the bottom of some of these issues, sometimes you will find they will come right out and tell you. Other times, you'll have to ask for it. This is a task that is worth the time to figure out. Anytime you have direct feedback on how you can better help the student or the family, it will greatly benefit you and all of your future students. Now that you have some ideas of what goal settings or, or what areas to look for to improve your business, 
Now we're going to take a turn and look at the students. What areas can you have them set goals for? What, where can you set them up to succeed and, and reach their goals? And what goals should they be striving for anyways? One goal that they pretty well any martial arts person is going to be looking for is trying to get their black belt. Of course, that's the, you know, they think that's the end. Of course, we know on being on the other side, that's not the end. That's just the beginning. But that's what people want. Oh, man, I want to get that black belt. So set up a system. Have something in place where they can see, they can visualize what that's like for them. And then how many steps do they have? How many belts do they have left before they get to their black belt? And, and interacting with your students and having them really think about those things in that type of manner will help to bring to light how important that goal is and how reachable and how attainable that is. Because sometimes you start martial arts, you have white belts or, or you know, first, even first year students, and they're like, man, eventually someday I'll get my black belt. But they don't actually know that it's actually a little closer than they think it is. You know, someday is like, okay, way, you know, way off 10, 20 years in the future, maybe then I'll get my black belt. But it's, it's not quite that long. It's not quite that far away. So put that into perspective from them from a relatively early time frame with you so they know, hey, this is actually something I can, I can reach. This is something I can attain. I'm, I eventually, pretty soon, relatively speaking, I will be a black belt. How awesome will that feel? And have them visualize and really put that into perspective for them. And, and that will do a lot as far as motivating them to keep going and keep reaching those smaller belts, those smaller belts, because they know that that's going to lead to them getting that black belt. Your, your belt progression shouldn't be a secret. You shouldn't be, oh, well, I guess we'll see what belt you get next. I mean, there should be somewhere or some way that they can view and access the progression of it. Because like you said, there needs to be a goal to reach toward and you know, if you're starting as a white belt, black belt seems so far away, but you can break it down and say, well, actually, it's only 12 belts, which is, you know, th uh, 12 quarters, three quarters, every belt, whatever it ends up being. But it doesn't need to be or doesn't have to be a secret. You should be able to uh, use that as a motivating tool and say, OK, well, now you're a white belt. Next is this this belt. And then you get this belt and this belt and you can keep working your way up. And so, you know, even having just a a a, a paper or a picture of the belts that, that, that are in your program and just have it laid out from white belt to black belt. Here's what you have to do and here's what the belts you'll have to earn to get through um, can be a, a, a great motivator because then it's also something for them to reference and look, look forward to and get excited about that next belt, even if it is you know, a small movement or small step toward the, the ultimate goal of the black belt in that, in that, in that scenario. Um, it's important to let them have something to to help motivate them and to reference to, or to, to reference and, and look to as well. You know, of course, your students are going to have lots of goals. Maybe they started your program because they want to be healthier. Maybe they want to be more physically fit. Maybe they want to be able to think outside the box or, or have a, a creative outlet so they can use their brain in different ways. They want to improve their, their, their thinking functions, right? Be able to think about things on a deeper level or, or in a, a quicker manner or whatever it is. Maybe they just want a safe place to go and, and meet and talk with new people. Maybe they just like the social aspect. Of course, hopefully there's some other benefits and some other things they like about your program as well, but perhaps they're there because they like the, the people there. They like being around you, the, the, the instructors, your team that you have, the other students that they train with, right? Oftentimes, and I'm sure you listeners uh, can, can recognize and understand what I'm saying is your group of training partners, 
if you can think back when you were, you know, a yellow belt or a white belt or whatever, whatever early belt levels you had, think about some of those training partners that you had and how you frequently paired up with the same people because you liked them. You're something you had in common and you came to martial arts class, karate class to kind of help to benefit yourselves, but also to help grow the relationship with you and that partner. I know for me, coming through the ranks, I had we had a lots of times where we would switch and we would, you know, the instructors would say, Hey, listen, we want you to put, you know, be with a different partner. So you have a different body type and all that. We did that. Yep. All the time we did that. But more often than not, I always fell back to one person. I, I trained 80%, if not a little more than that. Every time we did something with partners, I paired up with this one guy and he was about my size, about my height. And, and it was great because I knew I could do my moves on him, maybe a little harder than, what I could do them on some of the other people. And I knew he would do the same to me so that we would really leave that class. One, having one heck of a workout because we were doing the moves perhaps a little harder than maybe we even should be doing them. But two, we had a better understanding of how the moves worked because we were not, not like we were trying to hurt each other, but we were doing the moves. Like we got to feel what it felt like doing the moves, but also what it felt like to have those moves done to you, which is not something maybe that every student should go through. But you the listener, you on the other side of the, of, of the, of the microphone or on the other side of the, the earbud or whatever, however you're interacting with us, you probably had that moving up through the ranks. And so sometimes setting up a situation where they pair up with a quote unquote friend, somebody that they're familiar with in class is a huge benefit to your program in a small way of just continuing and furthering that relationship that that student has with the other student. Because then, I, yeah, I want to go to karate because I want to, see, I want to see my friend. And while that is a okay way for at least the length of time to continue their training, eventually, hopefully, that turns to something else and they want to come because they like, they, they see the benefit, they, you know, they, they understand the moves, they want to learn the next thing. But on top of that, they want to be there to see their friends, right? So having that culture, that, that, uh, those friendships in class and help to cultivate and, and improve those things and put your students in areas or, or opportunities that they can increase their friends or, or gain some new friends or have a better connection with friends that you already have is a small thing that we can do to really help grow our students, right? Just that small thing. Hey, listen, I want you to pair up with somebody today. You know what? Normally I have you, uh, you know, normally I pick your partner today. I'm going to let you pick your partner. You pick whoever you want to work with. And then you know, give them some time. Okay, great. All right, let's just, this is what we're going to do today. And then understand that from time to time, as they do that, as you set those scenarios up for them, they're going to have fun with the, with their, uh, with the information that they're practicing. And having fun from time to time is fun. It's okay. It, of course, most of the time when they're having fun, they need to actually be doing the moves as well. It's not all about being fun. Sometimes having those fun type interactions with their friends, with those other partners they have in class is beneficial to your program because that keeps them coming back, right? So just that small thing, pairing up with somebody that they're familiar with, having that friend in class can be very beneficial to them, but also to you and help keeping them along the ride and continuing going back and training and continuing their progression. Another way this can benefit the goal setting too is when you have the same consistent partner, that partner hopefully will understand your goals and be 
a better aid in helping you reach those goals. So, you know, when you have a partner and you know that you both want to train hard, you don't have to say, hey, let's do this a little bit harder. Let's do this a little more intense. They already know, okay, Mr. Bean wants to train hard. Mr. Bean wants to get some work done and actually actually train as if this was real and get lots of repetition in. So it helps to, to, to aid that goal setting too when you have someone who understands your goals and is willing and, and able to help you reach them too. So not only can it be fun, I, I agree, and can it be a good reason to keep you involved, but then it makes training harder or training toward working toward a specific goal a lot easier because that person already knows where you're at. They, they know the way you think and they're able to kind of help you along that path and that journey. So that's just another way that, you know, making relationships, having friends and, 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 and developing that kind of, of, of training partner relationship can be beneficial um, to you as an instructor, but also to the students too, as they're working with each other and working to reach their goals. You know, now that we've talked a little bit about what goals your students can have, and, and of course your different system can have a variety of different goals. These are just some ideas that get you started. But now that we've talked a little bit about those, how do we implement those? Where do we start with that? Well, of course your students are gonna have to know what goal setting looks like, right? What systems do you need to have in place to set up goal setting for your students? How can they understand how to set a goal if they don't know what goal setting is or, or the, uh, the most efficient path or process in, in making a goal? Because having it up in your head is, is a dream, a wish. It's not a goal until it's written down. I firmly believe that. If you have a goal, it's got to be written down. And of course, we've talked about this before, but you have to have SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T. Google that. Go back. We've talked about goal setting a couple times. Um, SMART. Have SMART goals. Having something like that in place for your students so they can understand, hey, listen, this is the process. These are the protocols for making a goal. So this is what I'm going to have to do to make a goal. And so maybe you have at, let's say, Greenbelt, all of your students at Greenbelt, they get a question, a questionnaire, a, 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 a workbook. And the workbook is about goal setting. And maybe, maybe you do it earlier, maybe you do it later, but you pick a, pick a place in your program that seems adequate, seems like it is um, perhaps the time just before you start to see some dropouts or maybe... Um, a, a few steps before you see some dropouts and you have them set up a goal. Okay, listen, here's some information about goal setting. Read through this half a page or page of, of information. Then give them a, an opportunity to have a goal. Okay, listen, these are the, what, what goal do you want from martial arts? Write it down. How, how, how long is it going to take you to get there? What are some steps you're going to have to do to, in order to achieve that goal? What is it going to feel like when you reach that goal? Okay, then have a goal for school. Okay, where do you want to be in school? You know, what, what's that going to look like? What's your, what's your goal? You know, if they're older, what's your work goal? And all the, you know, all the ins and outs and give them an opportunity to set some goals. And then once they have an understanding of what that looks like, then give them some ideas for beneficial goals or some potentially beneficial goals that you could help them with. Okay, hey, listen, if you want to be a black belt, your next step for that is you got to get the the purple belt and the step after that is you had to get the next belt and so on so those are your small goals leading up to that big goal okay maybe if they want to be more healthy okay fine then here's some here's some information that can make you benefit you in that way if you want to be more physically fit you want to be more active if you want to have um, a different way or a better way to think about things here's some information on that and what you can do is you can build that into your program 
And so perhaps at every other belt or every belt up, you know, starting at, again, green belt, they, they get the information, hey, this is how goal setting works. Here's some small goals to set. Okay, then at the next one, listen, we're going to, our goal here at the Karate Studio is to help benefit you, our students. I think having goals and being able to have a path to reach those goals will help to benefit you. So here are some different areas. Maybe you have, you know, a martial arts goal. Maybe you have a, a, a physical fitness goal. Maybe you have a healthy goal. Maybe you have a, a, a increased brain power goal. And then they get to choose one of those categories. And depending on those categories, they get information about eating healthy. They get information about doing some, doing, you know, a, a quick five-minute workout a week. And then that progresses down to maybe they do five five-minute workouts per week. And, and so on, all the way across whatever different goals they have. But having a small system like that in place will take, of course, some time to set it up. Yes, understood. But the benefit that your students can gain from that little bit of work, you set it up one time and then it just runs on, on a automation. It's automatic. They get this belt, boom, they get information about goals. They get the next belt, okay, here, pick your goals. Okay, I want I, this, this quarter I want to work on being more healthy. Okay. Here's some information about eating healthy. Okay, let's, let's track your journey. Let's, you know, they get weekly or, or, or bi-weekly or monthly uh, newsletters or they get um, little workbooks or they get uh, some questionnaires, some other information to help them achieve that goal. And then at the end of that belt cycle or every other belt cycle, they get another one that says, hey, listen, this is what you started with. These are the tools that we gave you. How did you do? Check in. Reevaluate yourself. Did you do good? Do you think you could have done better? Do you want to do this goal again? Or do you want to move on and do one of these other goals? And then they get to choose one of the other ones, perhaps, or they do this one again. But having a system like that in place for just, a, let's say that you pick five goals that you think could greatly benefit your students and have five systems, you know, five paths to increase those different areas to improve that goal for your students. Of course, they go through that. They work on those things. That's going to get them to be more involved in you, in your, in your business, in your school, because you are giving them extra benefit. And maybe this is one of those upgrade programs like we talked about earlier. This is an upgrade program. You have a, a, a goal, a foundational goal program. And in this foundational goal program, it's $10 extra per month, but these are the benefits you're going to get. We have it systematized that you're going to get an opportunity of reaching or, or improving in five areas of these different goals. You get to choose and pick your path, and you're going to get information along the way that's going to help to improve you and reach those goals. And maybe that's a, an optional upgrade program, or maybe that's a program that's built into your, into your program that when they get to this belt, hey, listen, now we're going to move you in and, and we have this, this upgraded program that's the foundational goal benefit program. Once you get in here, these are the benefits for it. Oh, okay, that sounds great. Oh, it's only $10 extra a month. Yeah, I'll do that, right? And then it's easy, right? You have an upgrade program because you're, they're paying for the time that you spent to, to set that up and they're getting benefit from it because of the goals that you set out and laid out and gave them the tools to help to achieve, that's a win-win. That's a win-win. No-brainer, right? That time that you spent to come up with those ideas and develop that program will well for pay in itself, 
right? If, even if it isn't a, an, an add-on program, if you offer that free to your clients, still going to be beneficial because they're going to be improving on it. And that is what we're here for. We're here to improve our students, whether that's in physical fitness, whether that's in martial arts, whatever it is, but they're here to improve. You're their coach for martial arts, their instructor for martial arts, yes. But if you can, through martial arts, improve their life in these other areas, that will have such an impact on them that will keep them coming back for more and more of your lessons, more of your information because of the benefits that they're getting out of that. Arguably a benefit for the student doing that extra program, or even if it's it's included, that the program to develop and learn those skills. But, you know, a few things on top of that, too. It might be the only place that they learn or develop or practice goal setting. And, you know, you can, not to make it a big story, but, you know, you have a kid who goes through your program as a, as a, a younger person, and they learn about goal setting, and then they they go off and they, they do their thing. They do college, they get a job, they, they, they begin a family and come back and you hear from them 10 years later, hey, I just wanted to reach out and let you know that because of you, I was able to set up goals and my life has turned out a lot better than I thought it would because of the goal setting. I mean, that's an extreme example, but it's not just setting goals within martial arts, but it, it can impact their whole entire life and, and adds that benefit to your program, but also benefits them as a student. And then for you, um, like Mr. Bean said, it, it helps them to be more invested and, and get more from your program, which keeps them coming back to you. But then it also helps to cultivate and develop the kind of people that you want at your karate studio, because you don't want people who don't care about themselves, don't care about their, their health or their fitness, or don't want to be more intelligent and don't want to get smarter, don't want to be better. So having that extra program in place helps, like I said, to cultivate and develop the kind of person and the kind of student that you want involved with your martial arts studio. So it's not only good for them, but it's another one of those things that's good for us and helps us to reach to, or uh, 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 get closer to the things that we want um, as a whole, as a whole, as a team, as a school, as a a, a martial arts community. Helps to improve all of that because I would I would agree that or I would argue that we uh, you know we hold ourselves to a certain standard and we want that for other people too. And that's not something that we can always force upon them, but something we want them to develop and um, and pursue on their own. And this is, is a great way to help instill those those desires and those qualities into our students, which I think you would agree um, makes us better and makes them better. And, and, and you know, that's what we're, we're after is improvement and, and doing the best that we can do. So goal setting. If you don't already have some sort of goal setting system in place for you, the, the, the school operator, the school owner, have developed that, have that system in place. And then once you have that system in place, of course, check in on it, right? And maybe you have it, start, you start out with it just in a, an Excel um, file. And okay, these are the trials I had this month and these people signed up and these people upgraded to your upgraded program, your black belt club program, your leadership, whatever it is, the foundational goal building what did, I, what did I call it? Foundational? I, I forgot already. But um, that goal building pro, um, program that we just talked about. And, and you can see those, look at those, check in on those. Because often, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but what gets measured gets managed, 
right? So if you're measuring those metrics, you're going to be checking in on those things, which means you will be doing something about them. You're going to be interacting with them. You'll be thinking about them. How can I improve this? Oh, man, I see that there's a problem here. These, these numbers aren't quite where I would like them to be at. Okay, well, what can you do to fix that? And then think about that. Visualize Go through the process as that type of person and see if there's any pitfalls in your program, in, in the onboarding system that you have. And then if there, if there are, improve those, fix those, change those so that you can benefit or so that your students can benefit from your program and they don't miss out because that email didn't send or, or the, it, didn't, it didn't sound right or it was worded wrong or, or your price is too high or there's no benefit or whatever it is. But visualize that or, or like I said, go through that process as that type of person, as the trial person, as a brand new person. So you see what that's like. And of course, as you're doing that, look at it with the eyes of a brand new person, not the eyes of I'm the owner. I, of course, I know what this is going to be. No, go through it from the eyes of a brand new person. See what it's like. See how they are interacted with all the way through the, the onboarding, the sign up process of your program. And then if there's any holes, any pitfalls in there, fix those. And if it's, if it's the, the process of moving into an upgraded membership, okay, what can you do to have more benefit in those upgraded memberships? Think about those. Add benefits to those. Let the clients know about the benefits that you already have in those so they'll be more apt to see the benefits and then enroll in those upgraded programs. And you know what? If you, if you don't care about this stuff, then don't do it. The whole point of making this goal is having that, uh, that baseline and that idea so that you can help improve. And if you see the numbers aren't quite what you want them to be, you know, go in and, and find out why it's not working and make it better and fix it. But if you don't want to be better, if you don't want more students, if you don't want to keep more students, if you don't want people to improve, then what's the point? Well, don't even do it. But I think that we all would like to improve not only ourselves, but our students too. So that's the intentionality behind it. And like Mr. Bean was saying, it's not just make a spreadsheet. Oh, look, I did this last month and this this month. Okay, I did this last month. My goal was this. I didn't quite reach it. Why didn't I reach it? Well, let me examine this, fix it, make it better, and then reach for that goal again the next month and, and improve it. So it's not just a, a, don't just do it to do it. Do it, have the goal you're trying to reach. If you don't reach that goal, find out why. If you reach the goal, good. Can you increase that goal? Make it more. Do better. But again, the mindset behind it is not just to track everything, but it's to help you reach your goals, help you to exceed your goals, then set new goals and reach for those goals and continue to improve uh, your system, your school, yourself, and your students. We, speaking of students, we also talked a little bit about goals and goal setting for your students. We talked about a different, a whole different add-on program that we can that you can build into your program that you already have about how to have your students set goals and different goals that they can achieve and have a whole how outline of what that looks like. But having goals for your students or giving your students the opportunity to see what goal setting is, how it can benefit them, and how it what it means to them. And how that, all of that interacts with your program. You know, black belt, that's the obvious first one. Give them an idea of what that looks like for them. Hey, you're going to have your black belt in three and a half years. Now that you've already been in the program for this long, you've got three and a half years left. And that may sound like a lot, but really it's like four belts or, or you know, whatever the breakdown actually is. But give them the roadmap to black belt, right? Then they can kind of check off as they go. Okay, yep, I got that one done. All right, look at that. I just got a few left. Boom. Okay. Yep. Got that one done. 
I just got a few left. Give them that, right? Have that ability, have that opportunity for your students to set some goals and then to have you along to help them reach those goals will be hugely beneficial for your students. Yes, sir. Well, that was a, a, a great look into goal setting. Of course, there's more to be said and more to be done. But the, the main the main point here is that if you aren't already doing this, then do it. And, and if for no reason other than to get better, not only as a school, but to also make your students better too. So uh, just take a, take a look at your system, your program, yourself. And if you're not already doing this, sit down, take the time to develop and, and manage your goals and then work toward getting them and continue to improve yourself and your student body as well. As always, you can find us online on the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Reddit, Instagram, all those places you can find us at MA Teaching Tactics, MA for Martial Arts Teaching Tactics. Again, that is MA Teaching Tactics. Until next time, I'm Chris Kent. And I'm Chris Behan.